Hello and thank you for listening to Completely Useless Talking. The reason my voice is here and not in the episode is because Ross and Caleb did an episode without me. Thank you boys, much appreciate the content. I have no idea what they speak of. But just in case, I disavow everything they say. Unless it's a positive thing and it's about me, because everything has to be about me. Either way, enjoy the episode! What was that, Caleb? I couldn't hear you over the sound of the new corporate sponsor for Completely Useless Talking. White Claw, the official beverage of Dylan's podcast. That's right, Ross. Pick yourself up a 12-pack of the delicious, delicious, sparkling hard seltzer that is the White Claw. I got a variety pack this week, Caleb. What what flavors came in your variety pack, Ross? Blackberry. Which I drank. Ooh. I drank a blackberry when we were recording BPP before this. Very mm. sophisticated flavor. Uh, pineapple. Mm. Ooh, tropical beachy fun. Strawberry. Okay, classic. And rainy afternoon drink. And the flavor I'm drinking now, mango. Okay, mango white claw is where it's at. What is the king of flavors? I believe pineapple is my favorite, but I put the pineapple ones in the back of my fridge so I get to them last and I don't blow through them too fast. That's a good strategy. You know, save the best for last. Have you had the watermelon? Oh, the watermelon. I've had every dude. I've had every flavor of white claw. We, you're a white. Being you're the white official, claw aficionado. Being the official beverage of completely useless talking, I have had every flavor of white claw for free. We might add. No, I've paid for it. Well, the, the sponsorship's are, new. I had to pay for it before. Oh, okay, previously. Yeah. Okay, and you're. Ringing endorsement of White Claw won us the sponsorship, I would Dil- which comes with lifetime supplies of White Claw. Yes, and Dylan texted me and told me to say on the air, verbatim, White Claw is Dylan's favorite drink. It is. Uh, he's told me many times when we've gone out drinking together that White Claw is the shit. Yes. Uh, quoted verbatim from, yeah. from Dylan. He, he, Dylan actually hates beer. He only wants to drink seltzers. Dylan... Once ordered a seltzer and talked about the way it made him feel to hold the seltzer can in his hand at a crowded bar for like 20 minutes. Yeah, it made him feel good. It made him feel gorgeous. Yeah. He felt like a pretty man. He is a pretty man. I know. That's I, what I told him. No, he's pretty when he holds a white claw in his hand. It's, the white claw helps a lot. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, the amber glow of the bar lights reflects nicely off the white cans yeah, the and white- just... Highlights, it just hits his face just right. I know. It's gorgeous. It's just so aesthetically pleasing. The white with the wave and the little paint. The, you know. Have you had the White Claw uh, juice situation? They have it's, juice? It's like a, you said wave. It might be called like surf or something. I can't remember. And this is poor endorsement from I because I haven't had it. And uh, I know I'm, since White Claw is our official sponsor here at Completely Useless Talking, I, would like to I should know what I'm talking about. I would like to apologize to Los Angeles Football Club because I'm... Leaving their game to look up more White Claw products. I'm sure LAFC does not give a shit. They probably don't. Um, but I'll let them know. I'll let their PR team, you know, I'll keep them in the loop as I usually do. We'll call up Will Farrell, the owner. Oh, Will Farrell owns LAFC? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's cool. <laughs> At least partially. Yeah, he's a majority shareholder or whatever. 
Ooh, they have these smashes, which is citrus, yuzu, tropical pomelo, watermelon, lime, and wildberry acai. Watermelon lime sounds... That sounds fucking amazing. That sounds amazing. I'm going to have to go... So these are the ones with a little splash of juice in there, right? I don't know if those are splash of juice. I think they're just flavor combos. I'm not sure. Or are they... Because they also have the ones that are the higher alcohol content, too, now. So this, the, these ones, the flavor combos are called White Claw Surf. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I, I did say that correctly. Thank you. And I have, get my bonus. They have lemonades. They have a just a plain Ooh, lemonade. Lemonades. They have a blood orange lemonade, a blackberry lemonade, and a strawberry lemonade. And they have those lemonades all sound just fantabulous. They have seltzer iced teas. Whoa. Okay, so I've had the iced tea. No, I've had the um, I've had a competitor's iced tea. Not very good. White Claw's iced tea is probably delicious. And the, the White Claw Surge is their high alcohol. Surge. One. Yep. So they have surf and surge. Surf, I'm like assuming, it. is the is the juice. Probably. Um, and then the surge is the high alcohol. Why don't we put a surf and a surge together? That would be this, fucking amazing. Let's get some red solo cups and do some pouring. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Mixing the claws, baby. A little late summer claw mixery. Late, I like it. Late summer, late claws, late mixies. Hear me out. Pineapple. Okay, pineapple, okay. white claw. Okay. Um, and then, can you rattle off the, the, the surfs again? The flavor combos? Okay, the surfs, we've got citrus yuzu. That's the one I want. Citrus yuzu in with the pineapple. That would be good. But pineapple and would a- also be good with tropical pomelo. Ooh, the pomelo. I didn't think about pomelo. A little pineapple grapefruit kind of thing. Yeah. Is pomelo the same as grapefruit? I don't know. I'll Google that. Pomelo. Let's Google that. You're completely useless talking... Um, today, commandeered by uh, Ross and I, is u- is useful. It's completely useful completely talking. Useful we're gonna, because we're, we're talking gonna inform to you about you, White Claw. We're going to inform you about citrus fruits as well. So if you've ever wondered the difference between a, a grapefruit and a pomelo, uh, or if there is any such difference, you're about to find out. What so. are the odds that Dylan doesn't release this episode? Minimal. This is fantastic. This is fantastic. A, a pomelo is a citrus fruit. Um, no shit. Is it a grapefruit, though? They are a separate species. Wow. A pomelo tastes a lot like a grapefruit, though. So where's the difference? I don't know. Interesting. So a fruit. Gra- actually, okay. Fruit. Actually, a, okay. a grapefruit is actually a hybrid of a sweet orange and a pomelo. No, shut a the fuck pom- up. Pomelo is its own thing, and a shut grapefruit the fuck up. is a subvariant of the pomelo. Grapefruit is a hybrid? Yes. Grapefruit is a... Is a, is a Synthetic? Is it a synthetic, delicious well, breakfast I fruit? I wouldn't say synthetic. I would just say it's like it's like. Does the hybridization? Does the cross pollination occur naturally, in nature? Okay, <laughs> naturally so you, in so, nature. So you know how a, an orange is round and pomelos are kind of pear shaped. <laughs> completely useful talking. Yes, I do. Okay. It's like if the pomelo with the pear point fucked the orange and they had a baby. Fruit, I like it. Fruit fucking made a grapefruit. I knew there was a reason why I like grapefruit so much. It's because of fucking. <laughs> how did, have you ever heard of how to grapefruit your man? Oh boy, have I. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there's the title for the episode, Dylan. Fruit fucking? How to grapefruit your how man. Grapefruit your man. You're, welcome, you're welcome, Dylan. You're welcome. Release this shit. Yes. Uh, so Dylan, a while back, asked Ross and I both to fill out um, job references for him. 
Now, should we do this on air or should we just do this as an in-joke for ourselves? Because I don't know if Dylan wants us doing this live on air. I want to fill out the job. I mean, it's going to be nice. I don't know. This could be our ringing endorsement. This could be our reference. It could also sabotage his job. This is an audio resume for Dylan. Do you want to hear about the new toad that lives on my back patio? Oh, God, that sounds annoying. Does it make noise? No. Oh, that's good. Okay, tell me about the toad. So, literally right before we went to record this episode, um, we were going to let our dog out before bedtime. Okay. um, And we discovered there's a toad on our patio. Oh. And um, because... Did you kiss it? No, we did not kiss it. We did not kiss... You should should probably kiss it. That is the wrong K verb we did to this toad. Um, (gasps) (laughs) Get the fuck out. But... um, so, you know, my dog being 100 pounds and being much bigger than a toad that's this big around, we he were like, it, we, can't, we, we, can't, we, this, we can't leave him here because he's right in front of the door. So we just kind of like walk up to him and just kind of stick our feet out and just kind of like nudge him. And he wouldn't leave. He lives there now. Toads are, toads are very stubborn. Yeah, the toad lives on our porch now. His name is Tractor. <laughs> Tractor the Toad? I Tractor. love that. So yeah, I love so that. Tractor the Toad. Tractor the Toad. All righty. Um, that's good. There's a frog. Well, I assume it's a frog. So a while back, I went on a walk very late at night through my neighborhood and there are so many fucking amphibians. That's the fun part about the South, dude. It is a little bit terrifying to walk through because there's a, there's a, like a hiking trail that goes back through the woods and that's where I went. And there was just so many frogs and a lizard and... Oh, ugh. it was it was weird. It was I think my my circle of hell has a lot of frogs in it. They're very strange. But anyway, there's a frog outside my window somewhere, and I always want to go hunt it late at night because it drives me nuts. And it just it just it just sings um, for hours, all, all hours of the night. It's going like there's so many weird noises frogs can make. I had no idea. Okay, I am. I'm really, really now curious to see if there are more frogs on Earth than there are humans. Ooh, because that's the thing they always say about chickens, right? Yeah, there's more chickens, there's more bugs, you know, all that stuff. But like frogs, can, can, is that something we can Google? Is I, it like that's what I'm googling? Are there more okay, humans it. or frogs in the world? The top result is a Reddit thread from 2017. In that sounds reliable. You should probably. It comes from r slash frogs. <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta dive into r slash frogs. I think the top comment is, "Oh God, hopefully." <laughs> if there oh my were, God. this would be the best of all possible worlds. Uh, LAFC just conceded the first goal. No. San Jose is up one nothing. Interesting. I turned can, it off, and now I'm looking up if there are more frogs than humans. That's good. In the world. I mean, I agree with that though. Hopefully, there are. Like, frogs are, you know, I mean, I did just say they'd be in my circle of hell, um, but they're better than humans. <laughs> I mean, I will say this: um, a frog has never been anti-Semitic like humans have. A frog. Has never committed a genocide like humans have. A frog has never committed. Ross, let me let me stop you there because it's very apparent that you haven't heard of Sir Timmy Ribbit, Ribbiticus. Tim Ribbits for short. Tim Ribbits. <laughs> <laughs> 
Tim Ribbit's uh there's a, there's a species of frog in the Amazon rainforest that no longer is it exists solely because of the atrocities committed by Tim Rivet. Frog genocide. Frogicide. Frog Do you Okay, I so I read too much alcohol for this. <laughs> this is the only way we produce stuff like this is with alcohol. That's not true. We're not alcoholics. We've done this sober. I am pretty much sober right now. I well, I had one seltzer when I was recording BPP, and I had two beers before that. So you're smashed. Is what no, I'm, I'm not smashed. I just got a <laughs> nice buzz going. It's nice. Well, I'm sorry to uh, ruin your buzz by talking about Tim Ribbits, because fuck that guy. I'm gonna Google Tim Ribbits. This is gonna go poorly. <laughs> uh, you're gonna get the the frog police tracking your internet activity. Um. Do you remember, so I think it's no secret, and we've probably talked about this podcast on this podcast quite often, but we're fans of The Dollop, of course. Oh, we yes, of course, The Dollop rocks. Do you remember the, um, there's an episode a year or two ago about a man who, uh, he farmed frogs and tried to make frogs, like, the standard protein in the American diet? I vaguely remember this. I, I don't, I don't remember... Who is it, it called was. the Frogman? I believe it's called the Frogman. I just googled the dollop frogs, and this is what came up. Does it say the guy's name? Because Al- we can look it up. Albert Broll. Oh my god. He was called the Frog Prince of New Orleans. That's right. Yeah. Um. Hold the fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> Who, what, what are we what are we holding the phone about one of the so when i google when i google this you know how okay so there's the title of the article and then mm-hmm. there's a snippet of the article you know right below it that you can see sure, like a little preview it says he was convicted of murdering all five victims and ultimately executed in a case that drew lurid front page headlines around the country. Holy fuck. I don't know if this is about him or another character in this story, but... I hope it's about the Frogman. Did the Frogman frog kill five people? Oh my god. Okay, I just found there's a, there's a website called antigravitymagazine.com. That's exactly and they have, that's what I was looking at. Okay, I kind of want to read this, but it's long. It's uh, very long. Whoa, 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 whoa. Kokomo, we're hitting close to home. Ooh, I drive through Kokomo literally every time I go see my grandmother in Michigan. That's right. He, like, franchised frog farms. He sold guides to farming your own frogs for profit. Um, his company was called American Frog. <laughs> oh, my God. I think he was into canning frog. Um, if I remember right, I mean, but frog is delicious. Like frog is like objectively tasty. Like it's really good. Really? Yeah. I've had frog legs before. They're good. I don't ever recall trying frog legs, but, um, this is a quote from the Kokomo Tribune newspaper in 1935. Quote, lots of croaking can be expected. (laughs) I mean, they're frogs. (laughs) Okay. So there was a, there was a breeder in a swamp outside of Kokomo, Indiana, who, was raising frogs to sell to 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 Brol, to his cannery. Okay, here's an article from the Guardian that says why we shouldn't eat frogs. Oh, okay. 
Uh, so parasites. By the way, listen to BPP. We talked about parasite this week. Mm-hmm, we did tapeworms and all of it. What? What is the? You said it was the Guardian. What do they have to? Why can't we eat frogs? God. You just said they're delicious. I think it's because there's just too many. It would take too many frogs to feed everybody. Oh, so it's like a it's like a feasibility argument. I think so. Well, that's not. I wanted you to tell me that frogs are like detrimental to the to the human well, psyche or something. Amphibians if, are the most threatened animal group. Oh, really? Interesting. Apparently, you would think with the uh, the world getting warmer and floods happening fucking everywhere, perfect frog habitat. But also deforestation and getting rid of marshlands. Yeah, the erosion of coastal wetlands. Yes, exactly. It's a big issue. It's uh, a big issue. Um, also, I would like to say the it wasn't a frog we saw outside. It was a toad. Okay, yeah. So we did get onto the frog talk, but there's there's a distinction to be made between there frogs is. and toads. There is. This. Did you ever read? Did you ever read Frog and Toad? Oh, dude, fuck yeah, hell yeah. Frog dude. and Toad was that was a shit. Frog and Toad rocks. I'm gonna look up some Frog and Toad books, and I'm gonna order. I some. vaguely. I vaguely remember my mom taking one of the books away because she found out they might be gay. My yeah. parents never did that. Anyway, we need to. My, we'll, we will. My un- upbringing rocks. By the way, we're gonna unpack that later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole. That's that's a whole another episode. There's. Uh, we can get Frog and Toad and our friends paperback for five dollars on Amazon. I can have it at my house by Monday. That's amazing. You should support a local bookstore, though, bro. I should. I should. Um, there's really no good, like, that's the that's the unfortunate problem, though. Like, there's so many, like, Amazon and Barnes & Noble are so huge right now that it's hard for me to find a local bookstore around, my, around me, you know? Yeah, I agree. I'd have to go probably 30 or 40 minutes away to yeah. get to, a, like, a, an actual local independent bookstore. I think there's, there's, a, used, there's a local used bookstore um about 15 20 minutes from my house it's really nice i fucking love it um but that's o- nice other than that there's there's nothing yeah. less than 15 minutes away from me yeah like to go anywhere i have to drive 20 minutes um there's a, like an acapella books in like crog street in atlanta it's a neighborhood um and then yeah i don't know there was this place in Balls Up in Muncie called White Rabbit Books. I don't know if it's still there, but it was this little secondhand bookshop run by this dude. Mm-hmm. Um, he, there was there was this weird, interesting little building. I remember there was a spiral staircase running through the whole thing. Well, that's cool. Yeah, um, it was a really nice little bookstore. That's where I bought my copy of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas in college because I wanted it to be you know cool and hip. Yeah, and I mean, buy some Hunter there's... S. Thompson. Hell yeah. I mean, Hunter S. Thompson fucking rocks, dude. Dude just wanted to get fucking wasted and watch some cars go fast. (laughs) Ross, if you could make any movie, what movie would you make? Uh, Well, The Lord of the Rings has already been made. It has. Um, It can be a novel topic. It can be a biopic. It could be... An adaptation of a nonfiction event. I feel like you have an idea for this, and that's why you're bringing it up. So I want to hear yours. <laughs> Mine has been locked in for a long time, and it is um, a biopic about—I forget the guy's name right now. I apologize, but the guy, the amateur rocket scientist, 
who the flat earth to, was he the flat earth guy? Prove, okay. yeah, yeah the guy who wanted to prove that the, the earth was flat so he launched he built his own steam-powered rocket and, would, and launched himself into like <laughs> the stratosphere and then died well stratosphere generous <laughs> stratosphere yeah, no. uh, yeah that's true that's true but it was also like the event he did it a couple times and like his parachutes worked or whatever and then he did it the, the, the last time i guess was for a Discovery Channel special, um, which is so gross. And in the nature of like Warner Brothers Discovery fucking everything up, yeah, and media monopolies. I mean, like, there's no culpability or no like nothing ever like no one held Discovery Channel responsible. Who sh- like it was, I mean, it I don't was know. Science Channel, by the way. I've I've done some quick. I think it's Googling. is it un- is that A and E or is it under the same Discovery umbrella? Uh, I can't remember. I don't know. Science Channel. Oh, it, it, oh, it's it's Warner Discovery. Yeah, I thought so because like MythBusters is on the Science Channel and shit, like reruns. Yeah, um, um, so his name is Mad Mike Hughes, by the way. I just, that's right. I just Mad Mike Hughes. That's the man. Earth rocket launch guy, and it brought him to me. He, he was the first result. I would like but there's to- also. What's, what's that? His Wikipedia page says Michael Hughes, popularly known as Mad Mike, wasn't was an American limousine driver. <laughs> oh, that's what he's known as on Pro- Wikipedia. With limousine driver, comma professed flat earther, comma and daredevil known for flying and self-built steam rockets. I mean, come on, that's a movie. But there is also, and this is a whole layer that I would incorporate into the movie. Um, many of his close friends and relatives have given interviews since his death. Um, I think I have this right. Indicating that he never believed in the flatter stuff and he was just doing it for PR and to make money. I think that if Linklater did what he did with Bernie and he made a semi-documentary, like, you know, interspersing real interviews in the side of the narrative and mm-hmm. have Johnny Knoxville play this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, it's going to be great. Yeah, Knoxville is Mad Mike, directed by Richard Linklater. Do it like the way he did with Bernie. That's a fucking movie right there. I'm telling you, dude, this is material. Um, I guess the only thing is you'd have to negotiate with his estate. And his estate might be a little crazy. I, I, I don't know. Perhaps that's... Uh, well, I don't know. Dylan has to deal with any legal ramifications. Of this episode. <laughs> it's, his, it's his show. But yeah, that, that's what I would pick. Do you have an idea yet? Um... Let me look at my bookshelf real quick, because most of yeah, the, I think there's a lot of good, like most um, of the stuff IP my, adaptations that haven't been turned into movies. See, like I've got a lot of Tolkien. Um, I've got some Robert Jordan, which is being adapted at the moment into a TV show. What's Robert Jordan? Uh, I don't Wheel of Time. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Um, I've got the autobiography of Malcolm X and Spike Lee. You know, he did that. Ooh, so he did. Um, Fear and Loathing's up. Oh fucking shit! I got the hiccups. Oh boy. Um, Hiccup cut. Yep. Uh, Fear and Loathing. I've got The Green Knight. I've got. Oh, Slaughterhouse Five hasn't gotten a good movie adaptation, has it? No, I guess not. I don't think you can adapt. Like, I don't think that would be can. weird. Yeah. It'd be weird. I think. But I'm sure there's like. You could. It'd be heavily adapted or like loosely. It'd be based upon Slaughterhouse Five, I feel like. Oh, there is actually a Slaughterhouse Five movie. But you said a good one. And the fact that neither of us have heard of it, yeah, that's not a good probably means it's not great. I'm imagining like a, like a Walden Media, low budget 
situation. Let's see. Maybe that's unfair to Walden Media. <laughs> but <laughs> it premiered at Cannes and won the what? jury prize and was nominated ah. for the Palme d'Or in uh, 1972. It won a Hugo Award and a Saturn Award. Okay. So well, well I'll, I'll be damned. I'm just going to have to go to Letterboxd and see where this movie is. Yeah, give us a lowdown on uh, on Slaughterhouse Five if you watch it. It's a great. Have you read it? I've not read it. Great, no. great fucking book. Really fucking good. So I hear. Um, was that one we read in high school? Or was no, supposed to read? I, maybe I don't know. I didn't read it in high school. I read it like five months ago. Oh wow, it's very recent. Because I saw a copy at my local used bookstore, and I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll buy it. Yeah, why not, dude? Vonnegut. I can I can rent it for four dollars on Amazon. There you go. If you do, let me know. I'd love... And let the cut audience know. How is the Slaughterhouse-Five movie from 1972? Oh, shit. It's directed by the same guy that did fucking Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Jesus it's Christ. It's directed by the same guy who directed Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I mean, it's got some merit. Apparently, it did win awards. I mean, that's... This guy worked with Robert Redford Holy shit. Whoa, weird. I can't... Neither of us have heard of that. That's crazy. Yeah, I've never heard of that. But it's like fucking Slaughterhouse-Five, and I haven't heard of this movie. What the fuck? Dude, this is what cut. Add it to add it to the BPP wheel. I actually am going to add it to my BPP wheel. Put it on the wheel. If Dylan doesn't kill us before, because we did seven minute white cloth segment in this episode. <laughs> uh, you know, we can't break any um, fourth walls or whatever, dude. Just no. You know. Um, do you want to go back to talking about white claw? White claw, the delicious crisp experience. For a hot summer's day. White Claw. That was... was... (laughs) Dylan, we love you. We miss you. Rest in peace, buddy. Yeah, rest easy. It was uh, great knowing you. I mean... It was. You could always count on on Dylan Bateson. You could. Are Um, you filling out his thing right now? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm putting all this on your on your reference. Um, just so you know. <laughs> you should fill it out and just say at the very end he was a good friend, R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> I should he was also shit at Mario Kart. I should put that in there. Oh, he was bad at Mario Kart, wasn't he? Loser. I remember playing drunk Mario Kart with him. So or, have you ever it's done the Mario Kart drinking game? Yeah, or I was about to say, have you ever done that? You did- yeah. yeah, I did it with Dylan, I believe. I got so fucking wasted on time. So did I. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. You know, like, come to a complete stop every lap and take a shot. Yeah. Have I told you the the story about one of the drunkest times I've ever been? Maybe. I recall. Was it the Bourbon Fest? Have I told you about Bourbon Fest? Yes, Bourbon, Bourbon Fest. Fest. I think Fest. you've talked about Bourbon Fest maybe on here. Have I? I don't on know. On the show. I've done a lot of cuts. You have. We've been on this show quite a bit. We have. I would. Yeah. That there was the time when <laughs> I guess Emily just maybe calls that your drunkest moment. Yeah. But she also I, when you're throwing up in like the bathtub or something. So when my, you were when you were mourning. Yeah, my dog had died, and I. Um, That's completely understandable. I remember we sucks. we were watching Stranger Things because it was right after the first season had come out, mm-hmm. and we had this bottle of Bacardi. And this bottle of fruit punch, like Minute Maid fruit punch. And we're like, oh, fuck it. We might spiked Dude, fruit punch. Yeah, it's perfect. And 
Emily had told Emily told me, "Don't drink anymore, Bacardi. You're already drunk." And she told, and then she went to the bathroom, and I was like, "Those very wise words." Yeah, I didn't listen. She went to the bathroom, and then like the glass, we had glasses. There, you know, like normal size tall glasses. I don't know, like six, eight, 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 eight ish inches tall. I filled it like seventy five percent of the way with Bacardi, and then just kind of splashed in some fruit punch and, and chugged it sounds good. And not I as good as White Claw. I no, not nearly as good as White Claw. I can't drink Bacardi still. It's been fucking five years and yeah. I still can't drink Bacardi. Every, if you ever if you ever get sick off of a liquor, it's really hard to go back to. Yeah. Like vodka's forever ruined for me because of the Lord of the Rings drinking game night. Yeah. Like six years ago. That's such a bad <laughs> fucking choice, man. Yeah, I didn't leave the shower. I have no idea what happened. But yeah, I ended up naked crying and vomiting inside of a shower. At least you were contained in a shower. It's yes. like a it's a porcelain environment. Well, Things can be sprayed down. I started by the toilet, and after I threw up burrito onto the floor next to the toilet, Emily was like, "Get in the fucking shower." <laughs> She's always been there for you, buddy. She has. She has. She was there that day, I gem, and she was there for the day, the other drunk day I had. The really, but that was that that was much more fun. I that one was like. much more fun than, and it was in public. <laughs> <laughs> Which is always the best. Thankfully, it was at a bourbon festival, so it's acceptable. That's yeah. I mean, you fit right in. I imagine. Uh, I was drunk, a, white guy. Yeah, at a bourbon festival. At a bourbon festival, so you know, it's fine. <laughs> I don't know what the drunkest I've ever been in public is. I genuinely don't. It's probably because I don't remember. Have you ever been? So drunk that somebody with you takes your phone away because you're about to call your grandparents drunk? No, I can't not say I've been there. Yeah, that was me. Um, I tried to call my 80-year-old Mimi and Papa down in Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> and Emily was like, no, give me your phone. <laughs> give me your phone. I would've, I, mm, yeah, that's that's a tough one because I might have let you call them I just, call, for the, just for the laughs. Apparently, I did call you. And Kate and Dylan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember this day. Uh huh. Because I call, I called both of you. I think I was like playing FIFA in my basement, <laughs> and I remember being like, "What the fuck?" Because, like, so, like, I, you know, I had been drinking a shit ton of fucking bourbon because mm-hmm. you just pay the entry fee, and at the end of the day, my, I was like, I got, I got to go to the bathroom, <laughs> and my, I was there with my dad and my wife, who had been responsible. <laughs> And they're like, okay, go to the bathroom, but don't drink anything on the way there or back. And I'm like, okay. And I remember, Which we know from the from the last incident with the Bacardi that you totally listen when people say don't drink more. Oh, yeah. Um, this, and I was walking, and, you know, it's a bourbon festival, so there's a bunch of stands on the way to the bathroom with just samples Dude, yeah, of bourbon. S- stop and pay some people a visit. So I stop, and I take I get two more samples on the way to the bathroom. And I remember I, I, remember I stopped in front of the bathroom door, and then I... The next thing I remembered, I was on the floor in my parents' house. (laughs) I don't remember anything from the time I walked into the bathroom to the time I was on the floor at my parents' house. Did you get filled in on the gaps? Okay, so did you make it out of the bathroom in one piece or did someone have to come rescue you? No, apparently about five minutes after after I left my wife and my father, I stumbled back to them just pissed drunk. Like apparently, like I like I managed to use the bathroom. I managed to use oh, the bathroom good. myself, and I walked back. But I get back, and my mother was the designated driver, and she was coming back to pick us up. 
and we're standing outside in the parking lot and I called you and I called Dylan <laughs> and I tried to call Mimi and Papa and my wife at that point was like, no, give me your phone. <laughs> and we get into the car and my sister was in the back seat too. My sister was like, oh God, she was like 15 at the time. Oh no. And she's sitting, my dad's sitting in the front seat. I'm sitting behind the driver's seat. My sister is um, behind my dad, and my wife is between <laughs> me and my sister. And I'm just sitting there the whole time the, going. The barrier of responsibility between you and the minor. <laughs> yes, and the entire time, apparently, which, you know, we're driving from the um, fairgrounds in downtown Indy all the way back uh, up yeah, to Yeah, dude, Harry's that's house. a drive, yeah. And, you know, it's no fucking highway, so we're, it's red lights on Keystone all the fucking way up there. So it's like a 45-minute <laughs> drive. And I'm sitting there like, hey, Emily, you love me. You really love me, you know? <laughs> and she's like, yes, I do. And I'm like, I point up to my parents, and I'm like, you know, they have to love me. They birthed me. <laughs> you chose this. <laughs> and this whole Holy drive shit. up there, I'm just telling her. You chose this. <laughs> and she's still with you to this day. Yes. And, and now every time I do something stupid, my wife or my parents say, you chose this. <laughs> and like I said, the next thing I know, I'm laying on the floor in my parents' house because they apparently took me inside and laid me on the floor in the sunroom and were like, just fucking lay there. <laughs> And they were Don't like, move. It was apparently like you can. Two, apparently, two hours passed between the time when I walked into the bathroom at the convention center <laughs> and was on the floor. So it was a forty-five minute drive back, and an hour just laying on the floor in my parents' house. Oh my god! Yeah, dude, black, being blackout is like. It's so weird. I hate it, kind of. I know. I've, I, that's, that's, I haven't been that drunk since. Like, I will not let myself get that drunk. Yeah. Since since Lord of the Rings night, I yeah, won't I go blackout because I blacked out for that. Yeah. It was a blackout moment. And, like, I... Let's see. That was Bourbon Fest 2019. So, I was 24 going on... No, I was 23 going on 24. And I had no kids... And I was 23. (laughs) So, you know, bourbon fest. Yeah, totally. Fuck it. Now I'm 26 with two children and I'm like, that would kill me. Yeah. I can't stay up. Like it's late. Like I gotta go to bed now. Yeah. If I stay up past 11 PM, I wake up and my whole body hurts. (laughs) What did you say the other day made your knees hurt? My elbows. Are your elbows? My elbows hurt in the morning if I don't sleep. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best. I mean, that's, that's fucking Arth- Damocles Arthriticus. Damocles Arthriticus attacks me in my sleep like the Sandman. He, yeah, he, that's how he functions. <clears throat> my knees have been, I don't know, we need to talk about our <laughs> our ailments and our shortcomings. Our ailments. You, know, <laughs> you know, have you heard the ad- the old adage that says after you have kids, your alcohol to- tolerance like plummets? No. Okay. I haven't. Well, I've had two white claws and two beers over the last four hours. And I'm like, I can feel this. Like, I'm not drunk or anything, but I, I can feel a little something. And I'm like, mm-hmm. when I was 23, I could probably knock back 10 white claws and be fine. Yeah. I think you're right. Like, it's changing for me, too. And especially since I started taking, like, antidepressants and stuff. Yeah. Like, one beer is 
pretty much equal to four beers. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just the tolerance is totally gone. It, or, like, it's amp, like, the effects are amplified so much. Yeah. It's n- weird. 20 year old Ross could knock back 15 natty lights and be fine. 27 year old <laughs> Ross drinks two white claws and needs to take Tums before bed. Because <laughs> <laughs> you get the hiccups. Dude, have you ever had, speaking of Natty Ice, they're like pink lemonade? No, never. Ooh, ooh. It's actually pretty good. I, there was one summer, it was probably that same summer, 2019, um, where I would do a 24-pack. Did, my, did the microphone just pick up my fart? Yeah, it did. <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that one. Oh, boy. All right. Should that be our... <laughs> Are you to leave? I am so <laughs> sorry, Dylan. Everyone's poor eardrums. The audience has been violated. I'm going to text Dylan right now and tell him, Dylan, I farted on cut and the <laughs> mic picked it up. Uh, Ross, I believe that's called cutting the cheese. That, aha. Uh, fuck. That's another thing about having kids. The sense of humor is just so fucked. Yeah. It's just... I like I'm embarrassed. I'm so sorry, everyone. Oh, I'm texting anyway, Dylan. Yeah, he's probably asleep. I hope he has a better Sunday and a better week. Yes, Dylan, I hope you have a good week after this episode. Dylan, you where... deserve good. You do deserve good. This is us wishing good upon you. And if you're listening, employers, hire Dylan. Hire fucking Dylan. Seriously. I'm, I'm going to fill out his recommendation right now. I highly recommend Dylan. I have to go feed my son before I go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to feed him? Uh, filet mignon? No, he's going to get White Claw and a baby bottle. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I swear to God, I'm kidding. <laughs> Swish the little the bottle nipple around in there. Oh, he'll sleep till 10 a.m. tomorrow. Well, if, I mean, it's 11 p.m. now, so if I give him a full-size bottle now, he actually will probably sleep until about 6 a.m., which will be pretty nice. That's pretty solid. It that's a, He's two months that's old. as good as it gets. He sleeps pretty well. That's awesome. Yes. Sleepy babies are great. Yeah, if the baby sleeps, it makes things much easier. You know, like I said, I was going to take a nap earlier, and then my stupid fucking dog knocked my water over onto the couch, <laughs> and I had to clean it up, and it ruined my nap time. <laughs> Kids nap great, but my dog... I would have... I would have slept in the puddle, dude. Like, it's just water. It'll dry. Dude, I... You think I didn't fucking try? <laughs> it was not comfy. <laughs> it was wet and cold. Oh, that sucks. Well, should we go Should we go to bed, Ross? <laughs> yeah, let's go to bed, dude. We've ruined this show enough. I'll meet you upstairs. Mm-hmm.